This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Candidly Keisha. So, you know, one of the main questions I always get is about like beauty and skincare and my hair. So I figured why not do a whole show completely dedicated to just that? You know, it's crazy. The the beauty business is such a billion dollar industry. They sell so many creams and, and um, curling irons and flat irons and nail polish and all of that. So, you know, I figured I'd answer your questions. Today in studio, I am so excited to have two of my favorite people. Actually, the show is like a full of my favorite people. It's pretty amazing. Amazeballs. That's one of my favorite words ever. But um, first, I'd like to introduce Candace Hawk. Candace has been my, not only my friend, but my nail tech literally for almost the last 10 years. She also owns Candy Coated Nail Spa here in Atlanta, Georgia. So welcome, Candace, to the show. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) This is so funny because, you know, we like part of the thing and I I feel like something that we all know, you know, as women that your nail tech, your your makeup, your hair, it's not only do they help you in terms of beauty and applying and doing the different um, whatever services it is, it almost becomes a therapy session too. Like we talk about any and everything that's going on in our life. And I also have Jason McLaughlin here. Oh, he is my gay husband. And we have been together for over 10 years at this point. He has done my makeup. He, both Candace and um, Jason were stolen from me by the to the Harveys, but I love him still. So <laughs> uh, Jason actually travels and works with both Steve and Marjorie Harvey. Welcome, Jason. Hello, Keisha. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. Yay. So <laughs> let's just get right into it. Like, you know, I'll start with you, Candace. In terms of nails have really become like a big trend in terms of not only expressing your creativity, but beauty and, you know, the whole thing. What do you see are some of the trends that are current and, and, you know, fresh for this summer? It's crazy because it's current and fresh now, but it's like so old. Everything repeats itself. Designs are like big. Everybody wants an accent nail or accent nails with diamonds and glitter and you know I've been doing this since forever. So I like any and everything sparkly and glittery and shiny. I'm such a girly girl in that manner. And But it's kind of a weird, because Candace will tell you, like, although I'm a girly girl, she'll be looking at me like, what did you do to these nails? <laughs> so I'll end up digging in my garden or going yeah. to do something random and she hates it because I always want glitter. 
Yeah. You always want glitter and diamonds, and then you always want to go plant a tree in the backyard. <laughs> like, and I'm like, how you got dirt and diamonds at the same time? I mean, that's me. You know, the earthy, sparkly girl. But, um, so besides the sparkly and the accent nails, like, you know, so many people, I know they're doing, like, the stiletto nails. That may be kind of, like, coming to a close. I hope. But you hope. I hope. Um, I mean, it's cute, and, you know, it was trendy and really cute with certain mm-hmm. things, um, but... The long, the longer I do this, and the more and more I do it, of course, I try to lean towards the more simple, you know, um, just neat, right. uniformed look. But it's hard, especially in Atlanta. So right. you know, oh that yeah, I like the stiletto. You would have That's stiletto the nails. Mm-hmm, I you like could. that. How do you wipe your ass with stiletto nails? This like is that's a question. my question. Listen, this question has yet to be answered, and I am almost willing to sit in the bathroom with somebody. I want to see it. I want to see it that's, done because I don't know if it's thorough. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I don't. I believe they. Well, they, they don't have to be that long though, do have they? Have you they seen can them? Be, but like people are wearing them. Are long. I don't like the real long ones. I just like the ones that are kind of still short. Yeah, but like with a the nice point. little. Yeah. yeah. No, I've seen some, some women yeah. that I'm mm. like. Your vagina, I, I pray it's for. either A, cut up, or B, not clean. Right, one, one of the two. two. Either one is not an option for my life. I mean, you know what? To each his own. I'm no judgment here. However, I'm mm. sorry to all my clients with stiletto nails. I just totally forgot. You just lost half of your business. I just lost everybody. No, you, no, Thanks, you didn't. Keisha. No, you didn't. No, so you, you think didn't. I'm nasty now? Right. Huh? <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, I, I know. you know, for me, like, what is it that what I do like about you, Candace, is that you're also anyone that I work with, A, our energies have to match. Like, because mm-hmm. that's someone you spend so much time around in mm-hmm. such an intimate space. But it's I'm also someone, as you know, all about health. Mm-hmm. It's all about whatever you do, the health of your nails, the health of your hair, your skin, what have you. So I hate to cut you off. Yeah. I just have to tell the people this. You would think that after 10 years, she wouldn't ask me if everything was clean. She is such a germaphobe. <laughs> Keisha is the biggest germaphobe you have ever met. I'm trying to get better about it, life. but I am. 10 years of not only just nail tech client relationship, but friendship. And still to this day, just Friday, I took some implements out of a sterilized pouch that they have in hospitals. That you put in an autoclave to sterilize instruments. I opened the pack freshly in front of her, and she'll still say, are you sure those clean? Thanks, Candace. <laughs> Appreciate it. Just want to let you know, I got to be real deal. I got to be clean and sterile to deal with her. So just letting you know. I mean, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Because, you know, some people, they be doing the fake me out. Don't mm-hmm. don't lie. Mm-hmm. They'll get those little plastic pouches, put some dirty utensils. Spray like alcohol. And, and seal them up and make you think they're doing something by, yes. like, hearing the seal break. Mm-hmm. But... No. She like, no. Nah. No. And honestly, like, it's funny because, like, I normally, you know, Candace comes to my house to do my nails and um, I'll have my own everything, own setup, own tub, mm-hmm. own nail clippers, <laughs> you name it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just the Keisha is. I'm, I'm sorry. But so I guess <clears throat> my other thing would be like, you know, just it all kind of goes hand in hand. Like, mm-hmm. it's so funny. People and specifically women focus on so many different aspects, you know, of, you know, the nails of this in terms of beauty. So how do you see the trends kind of marrying in terms of do nails reflect kind of what makeup is doing or the trends in makeup or, 
you know, what would you say, Jason? Is there any correlation? Because I feel like sometimes when nails are getting a little more extra, does makeup do the same thing? Are we leaning more toward, I guess, let me make it simple. Are we leaning more toward like natural trends or is it smoky eye? Is it more makeup? What are you seeing, you know, for 2015 and 16? Well, a couple of things. I think that it does, um, that there is a connection. I think, and you're right, when you see more crazy nails, you usually see, you know, crazier makeup. Uh, I think that's just what people are into at the time. And pe- mm-hmm. if people are into more, they're into more everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think for makeup, within makeup right now, it's it's a mix. It's all across the board. I mean, you'll see really dramatic makeup. Then you'll mm-hmm. also see really natural. I mean, a big trend for spring was the whole no makeup makeup look, the whole bare right. face kind of thing. And you know, Doing I don't really news. do that very well. Right. <laughs> a lot of that. people don't really like that. <laughs> um, a lot of my girls don't. But then honestly, that that can be trickier and more difficult to do than full on, like you know, beat. For me, and you know that, like my face is weird. Like on my neck, like this, which y'all see, y'all can't see me at home, but I literally have on head to toe Nike, a hat, because I'm going to my, I'm going to work out with my trainer when I leave here. <laughs> so no makeup, the whole thing. So 99% percent of the time when you see me just around town I never wear makeup you know my face either looks good completely beat to the gods <laughs> or with absolutely nothing on but some lip gloss and some mascara and I have a love affair with blunt <laughs> my Mac that's my like contour I feel like I am ready to take on the world with those three elements but I'm listening Jason and that's just it though I mean women you know like anything with beauty it's very personal mm-hmm. so women kind of gravitate to that one thing or those couple of things that really make them feel good. In your case, it's blunt. You love blunt. You know, some women really love mascara. Some women really love a red lipstick. Mm-hmm. And you know you will find with those particular women, you will always see those things in whatever they do. Do you know red has red lipstick has become my new thing? It's, like, it, it changes your really, face. It really does. Thank it you. Is. It really is. And you. if you can wear red lipstick, which most people, I mean, I think everybody can wear a you shade of red. You just have to red. find your red. Yeah, you have to find your red. And it can be easy to put on. You can look like you're really beat yes, just by right. putting on red lipstick and mascara and you can look really good so it's a great go-to that is so my new thing like yeah. i had to Charde, my assistant like just on friday i'm like please i need a new tube of ruby woo <laughs> mine it was so bad it was like down to that little plastic piece inside that you yeah. have to like then go to the scraping and i'm just i'm not gonna do that right you right, know right. not to say if it was the only thing left i wouldn't because y'all know sure. me right yes. but <laughs> gotta get it you gotta get it yes. but if you can get another tube just right. get another just tube because <laughs> i missed the little you know how when you buy them fresh the angle yeah. so that you can put it on real right. easily. Right. So yeah, I needed yeah. my little. It, it, but as we digress, but you know, again, we are here. You are listening to Candidly Keisha on Play.it. I hope you're enjoying. Just stay tuned. We have some more, some more coming up. We'll talk more makeup, more skincare, and so much more because, you know, beauty absolutely exudes from the inside out. So we're going to talk about that too. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. So welcome back to Candidly Keisha. We are continuing our beauty talk, everything beauty. So, of course, you know, we still have Candace here. We still have Jason here. I'd like to welcome... Um, a good girlfriend of mine, an amazing esthetician who works at the Mandarin Hotel Spa here in Atlanta, Georgia. Her name is Kalua. Well, affectionately, her nickname is Kalua. We have to give the government names because we're on, you right. know, podcast. Exactly. But this is Kalila Kennard, <laughs> my amazing Hello. friend um, who's also Pregger. 
Cheers. Yay. Yay. So Hi, everyone. How are you feeling? I'm feeling much better. Okay. Today good. is like 100% better. Wonderful. Good. Well, we're going to just jump right into it. We've been talking about like nail trends and makeup trends. You know, this show is all about beauty today. And, you know, one of the cornerstones I feel of beauty is the health and taking care of your skin, your hair, your body, your spirit, all of those different things. So as an esthetician, like what are, what are, hold on, I'm going to say that again. Do you have your phone on vibrate? It vibrated, sorry. Okay, can you turn it off for me, please? Hello. <laughs> Look, when your phone starts vibrating on air, you become Kalua, not Kalila no more. But, okay, we'll just keep it going. So what are, you know, working in the Mandarin, which is such, you know, a high-end spa, which you know is one of my faves. Um, yeah. What are, what are some of the things that you find in terms of skincare and that people need to kind of be aware of? Well, definitely cleansing is, like, the number one thing. And it's amazing that a lot of people don't even wash their face. Um, so it's like you have to get get it clean and keep it clean and then moisturize to prevent aging and to just for overall health. But those two things are, like, my top uh-huh. two. I love oils, just, like, oiling it up and keeping it supple is my my like secret okay. that no even if you have oily skin you can still use oils everybody can use oils what do you, well then, then if you have oily skin how does that work if you put oil on it like do you just have to like make sure you wipe it down real good or what do you I mean cuz you don't want you just put oil onto the skin you don't make your skin oily Got it. so you put it on and then your skin learns not to make so much oh okay this is a random sidebar i don't mean to cut you off i was just laughing cuz Kalila is saying that people don't wash their face. So if people don't right. wash their face and they have stiletto nails, we know that other areas. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of stuff going on with them. The last extensions, you're not washing your eyes with those last extensions. It's like, Hilarious. you use a Q-tip. They, and it's like when they tell me, they're like, I just put a little Q-tip. Wait, time like, out. You really? said when you have lash extensions, you don't wash your eyes? Uh, people that have lash extensions don't like they leave the eye area alone. It's like just don't even go there. And I'm like, you kind of need to wash your Isn't eyes. Isn't that like a mucous membrane? Like, aren't you kind of supposed to cleanse that area? Well, they, yeah. You're but you're talking to, to a germaphobe right here. Yeah, you get eye boogers. <laughs> 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 you get eye boogers. But they'll use, yeah, they use a Q-tip and kind of just wipe it with right. a Q-tip and water, and that is eye cleansing. Oh, okay. So another quick question. Um, I know you deal with all different types of skins, skin types. Is there, you know, so often people, you know, I feel like right now there's so much going on with, you know, just like black versus white. And we're kind of focusing more on our differences more than all that we have in common. So in terms of skin, is there any major, major differences or skin skin? You can be black with oily skin or white with dry skin or what have you. Um, every, I mean, definitely there's similarities in all races, but mm-hmm. your race does kind of dictate some of the skin issues that you'll have. Like Asian skin is usually more porous, like you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And then, could you hear that? Yeah, we can hear it. Okay. okay. Um, it's like more porous and they, you can't see it, you can just feel it. So things right. just kind of come out. It's like tight. Right. 
You know what I mean? What are some and of then, <clears throat> What are some of your favorite beauty project pro, beauty products right now? Like what is your go-to? This is my fave. I don't care if I have anything else as long as I have this. I'm good. My oil. I <laughs> I love Espa um the replenishing oil. It's got sandalwood and patchouli and I just love it. So it what keeps is- me what is, it that you, young. what is it that you love about the oils? Because you've mentioned oils now a couple times. So, you, well, know, you clearly I'm, like I'm oils. Go get the oil. Right. So why, why do we? Why do you love the oil? I mean, I love. I just love oh, the way oils. it makes my skin feel and look without having to do much. Mm. Okay. And then I also really like my exfoliant. It's the Aveda Refining Polish. Yeah. And I've been using it for maybe nine years now, and it used to not be on the market for sale. Mm-hmm. It was a back bar item, and now they sell it to the public. And it's like a microdermabrasion, but uh-huh. gentle, and it just polishes your skin and gives you a really good shine. Anytime mm-hmm. I use that, people are like, oh, my God, your skin looks so great. And it's like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I believe in an exfoliant as well. And it's funny because like, I know a lot of people ask about my skin routine and it's so simple. But the one thing I have to drive home is, is that it's what works for you. Mm-hmm. Every totally. person and every totally. individual different. is different. So what even works for your mother or your sister may not necessarily mm-hmm. work for you. It's really mm-hmm. trial and error. Mm-hmm. Like for me... All I need is a white bar of Dove soap to wash my face and some Neutrogena, like the makeup wipes. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I am addicted to La Mer. Yes, La Mer is an expensive product. It is uh, one of those things that I just love the way it makes my skin feel. Mm-hmm. I use right. the body lotion as well as the SPF and the face lotion. But then again, I use like my favorite lip gloss of life is like Clinique mm-hmm. Air Kiss, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. 14 bucks. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you don't have to use everything. And that's the other piece. Pull pieces from lines that right. work for you and get samples. Like, don't just be ghetto and get samples to use on every day. <laughs> but right. it is important to, to go something. to try different things and right. give yourself a good, like, two weeks, mm-hmm. I would say, to see how you like it, to, to make a decision. Right. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like, so I love my La Mer. I love my Dove Soap. I love exfoliating because I feel it's really important to regenerate the skin. Mm -hmm. You can't rub it off. Like some people get a little too aggressive. Don't get aggressive. Do it very gently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But moisture, moisture, moisture. I hear that's the one thing that you are saying, um, Kalila, and I do definitely agree with that. And water because, you know, the moisture comes from the inside out and how you take care of your skin, the vitamins and, you know, all of that. And, you know, that really kind of takes us to our next segment um, you know, about it exudes from the inside out. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear people say that, but it's really, really, really the truth. I feel that the more work that you do internally to become the best person that you are and to 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 lead with a perspective that is of joy, of happiness, of abundance, of all of those things also translates into beauty and also embracing who you are. Like we talked about, you know, everyone kind of has their own, you have to figure out what works for you, but also embracing who you are. Totally. I agree. 
Yes. Totally yes, yes. Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to say, you know, we're going to take a quick break. Thank you so much for listening to Candidly Keisha. And I would like to say, um, Kalila Kennard, thank you so much for joining us. And if you oh, would like you to, me. you're welcome. And of course, you can see her at the Mandarin Spa here in Atlanta, Georgia. You can call and, and book her, book her fast because this baby's coming. But she'll be back yes. after the baby. So thanks, yes. Kalila. And she's going to use oil on you. She yes. is going to use some oil. I'm going to use oil. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. And she likes extractions, so she will make sure your pores are clean. Very gentle. Don't be afraid. Come and just let me evacuate all of your pores. (laughs) Evacuate your pores. You are so serious. All right. Love you, girl. Talk to you soon. All right. Love you. Thank you so much. Bye. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, boo. Thank you so much for calling in to Candidly Keisha today. We are going to jump... We're going to jump right into things. On the phone, I have my hairstylist extraordinaire, Lindsay Tunsil. Um, Lindsay's been doing my hair for about two years now, right? Has it been that long? Yeah. Um, And what I love about Lindsay, Lindsay not only is an amazing hairstylist, but she is also um, a Paul Mitchell educator. So Lindsay is very, very Mm -hmm. much about healthy hair, and that's paramount to me. She's also the one who I allowed to give me my very first haircut in my life recently at the top of the year. And there's no one else I would have trusted with that. So how are you, Lindsay? I'm good. How are you, darling? I'm wonderful. So I always get so many questions about beauty and hair and skin and nails and all that kind of stuff. So we decided to do a whole show just about beauty. Um, So I guess my question for you is if you had to say, you know, so many people I'm sure ask you about healthy hair and what to do and what have you, what's like your one thing? Because I know everyone has different types of hair, but across the board, in terms of healthy hair, what is like the number one thing in your in your book? Um, it begins with um, what you take in. You know, it definitely, you know, your nutrition, taking care of yourself mm-hmm. um, because it comes from within the body. Um, also, the type of products, you know, going, taking that extra time and those extra, you know, few dollars to spend on quality products, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get what you pay for. Um, conditioning the hair, making sure that, you know, I know a lot of women have an issue with, you know, keeping their ends trimmed right. and, you know, consistently, you know, cleansing the scalp, um, but they all go hand in hand. So my biggest thing is making sure you stay on a consistent routine. Okay. You know, also um, in studio with me today, again, are you know, Jason, you know, Jason who does my makeup and Candace who does my nails. Hey, um, but I just wanted to say, like, you said and listed some products. What are some of your, like, fave go-to products right now? Um, for me, especially um, in general, um, with your and doing your hair and, you know, just in general, um, my go-to is Paul Mitchell's uh, Spray Wax. Uh-huh. It gives the hair texture and memory. I also use Paul Mitchell's Owl Fooey Wild Ginger um, Shine Spray. Mm-hmm. It gives a, it's, it's more so of a mist. You don't want to go heavy with the oils. A lot of women I see now. You don't really use that on my hair, though, because my hair is so oily. You use that yeah, so Miracle 10. Yeah, on you, but one of my go-tos is, mm-hmm. is that spray. 
just to give it just a little shine. You don't want to put too much, I know, in your hair specifically. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have to do that. You have a very great sebaceous glands that, you know. <laughs> my hair is so oily. <laughs> like, literally, I have for my hair to be fresh and fluffy, I have to wash it every three days, which is crazy. Yes. It usually doesn't happen. It What happens is I'll wash it and it just won't get back straight. You'll see me. It'll be pulled back, slicked back, curly all over my head, something, mm -hmm. um, unless I have to work. Yeah, so especially with your hair, I think a lot of people don't know, like, we consistently, every every couple of days, you know, every few days, we have to um, shampoo and condition your hair. We have to remove some of the oils that you naturally um, produce. So um, to give it that, that to, you know, so that your hair does have body. Right. Because I get, I call it, I get trailer park real quick, fast, and in a hurry. But, I mean, also, it's it's definitely a blessing because because of the oil, I feel, is why my hair grows and is so healthy. Like, I tried this short haircut, and this is the first time. And I must say I loved it. It was really cute. I did miss a ponytail and a bun. And I can now have a little baby ponytail, which I'm very, very proud of. <laughs> However, um, the biggest thing is that my hair was growing so fast, I was literally having to go to Lindsay to get it cut, like, every other week. Mm. Literally. Um, same thing when I have bangs. Like, they just, my hair grows fast. So I'm definitely appreciative of it, and I'm definitely letting it grow back out now because I'm just tired of having to get haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what would you say, is there anything else in terms of, you know, I know a lot of people... Like women in general are like, oh, I don't want to work out because of my hair. What do you have to say for that? I was going to ask that. Like what are some hairdos that are good, you know, for workout hair? I would say um, um, for more of my natural clients who mm -hmm. actually wear their natural curl pattern, um, there are different, you know, twist styles that you can do um, for my relaxed clients. Um, actually wearing your, um, a lot of women, wrap, what, what we say is wrap your hair mm -hmm. and then tie it up. Allowing the hair to dry before you actually comb it out of that style will help it to continue to have that wrap look, that goop, that done look. And then, too, you know, you got to remember that, your, you know, your body excretes all this sweat and things, and you're going to have to do more um shampooing and conditioning than you normally would. Right. So it's, it's kind of, of a good thing, you know, to get with a stylist that can help you maintain those things. Right. I, like, I know a lot of people are into, I'll do it, I'll do it. But, you know, remembering that, you know, there are great stylists out here that can help you through that process. You don't want to not work out because you want to, you know, maintain Absolutely. a certain Absolutely. Your look. hair will be fly, but your thighs will be a hot mess. Mm -hmm. That is not what the people need. <laughs> <laughs> but so um, those who struggle with that, I would say definitely get with a great stylist. There's so many out here right. that can, you know, help you with that issue absolutely like i know for me um all of y'all are like you do your hair your nails your makeup you because i'm one of those people who i like to learn how to do it myself because what happens if y'all aren't here and it's exactly. you know so <laughs> you know also i feel like a lot of women don't take the time to learn how to take care of themselves how to take care of their hair how to you know moisturize their cuticles or mm -hmm. how to moisturize you know exfoliate their skin or you know just know those different pieces so um is there anything like in closing like that it's just your if there's one thing that you do you should do this i would say 
take that time, you know, even if you have to schedule a little time outside of your, your stylist normal schedule, learning how to do these things. Um, it's kind of, it's a team effort, you know, when we actually have to, you know, give you, give, give this look, you know, for you, Keisha, you know, it helps when we, I'm able to do something and then you're able to maintain it. Right. Where, you know, when I come in, it's not where we're doing a lot of fixing or trying to, um, Right, you're not you know, doing damage control. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the key to having, you know, great, I would say the key to having great hair is when you and your stylist work together. Okay. So your take home, your maintenance, um, taking that effort to actually try to maintain what your stylist produces. I think a lot of, for, from the stylist standpoint, you know, we have a lot of, you know, clients, and we can give them a great look, and then the next couple of weeks they kind of hot in mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what exactly? So I would say as a um, so just basically listen, listen just take and take mm-hmm. the time, moisturize your hair. I guess moisture is the key. Like that is the trifecta. Everyone is saying some oil, some moisture, some this, mm-hmm. some that. But you know, Lindsay, I just wanted to say thank you so much. Where can people find you, reach you if they want to schedule an appointment, what have you? Um, do you have an Instagram? Yes. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, my Instagram is styles by Lynn Marie, one word. Um, on Instagram, all of my info is in my bio. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in to Candidly Keisha. Um, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. You are listening to Candidly Keisha. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you know, we are talking about all things beauty. We've talked about hair. We've talked about skin. We've talked about nails. And you know... I feel that one of the biggest components that are always so overlooked is the spiritual component. You know, beauty absolutely exudes from the inside out. And I have someone on the phone who is so integral in my growth and my development, you know, spiritually and just as a human being. So I would like to introduce Raymond Coleman. Welcome, Raymond. Hello. How y'all doing? Hey, Raymond. Raymond Raymond is not only an ordained minister, but a spiritual life coach and just an all-around freaking awesome guy. He is my friend, mentor. And I think it's funny because when people see us, it's a very odd pairing because he's like this extra tall, um, 60 years young, amazingly in shape um, man, and then my five one on a good day, petite frame. They're like, "How are y'all? I don't understand this." But like, when I tell you, there's nothing in the world I wouldn't do for Raymond. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> so, Raymond, let's just get into it. Like, you know, we always have these conversations in terms of you know, beauty and just the spirit and how that is really the main component. Like so often people want to buy all these creams, do makeup, hair, nails, but if you don't take care of the inside, you know, none of that really matters. So just go for it. Well, you know, I think that a lot of what we do externally has more to do with uh, the influence from media and from the social pressures and peer pressures that we receive in society, not only in your day and time, but even in my day and time. You know, I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt that said something like, no matter how plain a woman may be, be 
excuse me, if truth and honesty are written across her face, she will be beautiful. And mm-hmm. I think that, that those two words, and, and of course others, are, are perfect examples of how to exude inner beauty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, it is important, if, if, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> is that, um, you know, a person works on their beauty, not necessarily uh, by being void of the external, but it can be enhanced. Yeah. And not only can it be enhanced, sometimes when you know that you are at your best externally, we as humans have a tendency to try to be our best internally, or it's easier for us to focus on the internal aspects of who we are. Definitely, I agree. I think they both feed each other. I mean, even when you feel good about yourself internally, you then want to feel good about yourself externally, so you do things like, you know, uh, get your hair cut or done or go work out or, you know, you're more conscious about how you look when you really feel good about yourself on the inside and vice versa. I do definitely think that they feed each other. Mm -hmm. You know, as a makeup artist, I have seen directly how someone's outward external appearance will make them feel good on the inside as well. You've seen the antithesis too. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. I always say when you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you do good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I think beauty, what it is, beauty is not not external. It's a reflection of the soul. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's part of it's part of self, which defines caring. It defines love, mm-hmm. and it and also can define the passion for life and all that exists in it. Absolutely, you know, Absolutely. a lot of times we, um, even though that we are, are operating on what's the latest trends in terms of hairstyles, what's the latest trends in terms of dress, even though that we focus on those aspects, and even though we have been involved with people who totally exude those components of self. You know, when conversation comes in comes into play, my dad used to always say, he said, I don't care how pretty the woman is, but when those lights turned out, you make sure she has good conversation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. With all that beauty in the world is not going <laughs> to... Ooh. And then you say, is it because, you know, that's, that's, that's the person you're going to connect with when those lights right. are on. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. You know, I feel like something that you've taught me that's really important that a lot of people don't get it enough, you know, just attention to or maybe the attention isn't the right word but you always say that your energy flows where your attention goes absolutely absolutely if your attention is that is, is only focused on external all of your all of the all of how you communicate how you deal well first of all how you deal with yourself mm-hmm. and then second how you deal with the world outside of you and that's going to be reflected in how you communicate that's going to be reflected in how you treat all parts of aspects of your life and your life circumstances. If that's your, if that's you, where your energy is, well, then that's where your, um, that's where your attention is. That's where all your energy is going up is going to go. At right. some point, you will evolve into that person. Right. Mm-hmm. And At I, some, I'm sorry. That will be your truth, and you will begin to speak it. You will begin to think it, and you will begin to act that way. And honestly, thought, word, and deed, which you just spoke on, is so amazingly important because we don't recognize how we shape our experience by our our thoughts, our words, and what we do. And a lot of times we don't realize that we have so much power to turn that around just simply based on our perspective. You know, if you only see the good in all that exists, how can you help but receive that in return and vice versa if you're always looking for the flaws in others what do you feel you're people will see in you Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
that's a reflection from what's happening internal. And, and that's why I keep going back to the uh, internal component. Mm-hmm. If how you treat yourself, even you may be very much um, conscientious about your external looks, but that conscientiousness is creating something else. If you drill down into the personality of the individual, you'll find that that sense of wanting to be the most beautiful, the most up-to-date, that comes from someplace else other than just peer pressure, other than just this is the trend of, of uh, that, that's going on today. Mm. It comes into that, and I always, Keisha, I've always told you this, you know, if you put people on the playground like when they were little kids, Absolutely. you'll always be for them. Yeah. Everyone wants to be, when, you, when you're a child on the playground, everyone wants to be accepted. Everyone that's wants all, to be picked first. That's all a kid wants. He wants to be picked first if they're playing a game, and they want to be on somebody's team, and they want to be accepted. So you, I don't care how old you get. I'm 60-plus years, and I still feel that, that little kid that, that comes out of me in certain aspects of my life and my life circumstance. There's no way to void yourself of that. That's part of the human equation. Mm-hmm. If you void yourself of a connection to ego and you keep it as humble as possible and know that that's just part of the equation, but then you've taken one major step in trying to develop the inner beauty, because when, you know, when you talk about inner beauty, everyone's going to say, well, I got it, I got it, I got it. But there are some people out there who really doesn't know how to begin to work on that. And there are some very poignant steps. That, that was take. my next question. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. I know there are so many people listening, like, but where do I start? What do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, because so often I find that people, when they're inundated and they don't know where to begin because they're so overwhelmed, they just don't begin. So what are some real easy, you know, baby steps that you can give in terms of advice and, you know, start, starting to change your perspective and doing the work inside? Well, it's, 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 it's perception. It's how you see yourself. A very easy exercise now. Men and women alike, everyone goes to the mirror at some point during the day, if not early in the morning, they look in the mirror and they go, Ugh, and they find something wrong with them. <laughs> and, they, and they immediately try to correct that or they try to do something to alter that. Or if they don't, they just look at it and just go, and just walk out. You know, when I remember when I was younger, the first thing I would do is see where the pimples are, you know, because I want to make sure I didn't have any pimples. <clears throat> and I had a sister who was real big on busting all the pimples on my face. You know, <laughs> that's how we get along, Raymond. You know, that's like one of my, as much of a germaphobe as I am, like, I love a good pimple. My brothers literally come like, Keish, can you get this? Can you get this? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sidebar. <laughs> One, a simple exercise, this is a very, very simple exercise. When you, when you go to the mirror at some time during the day, and I, I prefer if you do it the first thing in the morning after you get your day going, stand in the mirror, and people have a tendency to look in the mirror, and then they start searching for things. This time, just look at your face until your face finally becomes blur. And just stare at it. And I don't, it's, it, with some people, it may take 30 seconds, and some people just may take three minutes. But just stare at your face and try not to focus on any specific uh, aspect of your face. Don't look at the nose, don't look at the eyes. Just look at your face in general. And if you find yourself doing that, it's going to become a blur. Now, this is the way the brain operates. The brain will always look for a response for whatever you put into the subconscious. I'll give you an example. If you're, walking, if you're walking down a dark alley and someone jumps out at you and you go, <gasps> You get really excited and scared. The next time you're walking down a dark alley and someone and someone comes out at you and it's a friend and you do the same response. Yeah. And they say, oh, man, it's just me. It's, well, you scared me. 
Now, what, what has happened the first time that you did that, the subconscious mind takes that and fouls it. And it's once like it fouls memory. it, it says, okay, this is a response when this happens again. So it becomes an automatic response for the conscious mind to go down, reach into the subconscious mind, pull that out, and gives you the appropriate response for that scenario. Now, when you're looking into the mirror, what we trying to, what I'm trying to get them to do is to change those subconscious responses of self. Mm. So when you start blurring out, say to yourself, four, in some cases, I love three, but I find that if you, if, if, if you are uh, very new to this, four does real good because the more you have, the more you're able to get three in there. If you do three the first time, you, you may get two or one, but if you do four, you're going to get two or three. And you, you, you just say four things about yourself that you truly love. It doesn't have to be your nose or your eyes. It can be something about yourself that you really like. And just say that each morning. And what happens is that as you matriculate through your day, your brain is going to conscious, uh, constantly reach down into the subconscious mind and pull those particular, that particular dialogue out when, when appropriate and when needed especially if you're feeling somewhat insecure about something, the subconscious mind will reach down and start pulling it out. Now, it's not going to happen right away because you have to train the brain to do that. And you have to change those internal dialogue, and that's what you're doing. Yeah. You're changing your internal dialogue. And, and, you know, I don't mean to cut you off, Raymond, but I find that a lot of people don't even recognize the the tapes that they're playing in their head. They don't recognize, you know, what it is that they're saying to themselves on a regular basis. And even just stopping to listen to that, like... What am I telling myself? Right. Am I telling myself I'm beautiful? Or am I criticizing myself all the time? Mm. So, you know, first is, you know, that'll probably help people acknowledge the fact that, oh, what was I saying before? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'll find that most of your dialogue is not coming from the most recent experience within your life. When I say recent, I'm talking about the past or the present 10 years of your right. life. You'll find that it goes back, if you're 25 years old, you'll find that it goes back 15 years, in some case 20 years. Yeah. And isn't it you amazing? Know, and you'll find that those, those tapes, they don't go anywhere. Right. We don't erase them. And isn't it amazing that, like, how someone can say something that you may not even like mm-hmm. that's mean or negative or derogatory or and you hold that with you. Yeah. But a million people who you love, whose opinions you value, can tell you you're a kind, you're amazing, you're smart, you're beautiful. Yep. But you continue to choose to play the what? one tape mm-hmm. that someone has said to you 15, 20 years ago yep. and you don't even like this person. Yep. So, you know, that's a really amazing exercise, and I really hope that people do it. And it's very, it's very much like, you know, what we do with our girls at Camp Kizzy. Um, coming up on our, our fifth year, this is actually our fifth year for Camp Kizzy, the Camp Kizzy Foundation, my nonprofit, and we're introducing Project James. Raymond also um, is my operations officer for my foundation. Okay. So a lot of the different programming and stuff that we do that we work with the kids on, you know, he's very, very... Um, much involved in orchestrating and kind of helping to to build and guide that. Uh, We've done an exercise called Mirror Mirror with the girls, and I'm actually going to definitely take that step that you've just given me and... um, and do that because, you know, it's really important. We have the girls just, you know, say things that they love and that are beautiful about themselves. 
But Raymond, I just want to say we're gonna have to have you on another show because like this is something I know personally. You have so much information that we can't get it on, get it yeah, all in. I'm, I'm going home to look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Candace, <laughs> Candace is going home to look. I'm in doing the mirror. it right now. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> but um, but Raymond, are there any just like final thoughts um, or words of advice or wisdom that you'd like to share with the Candidly Keisha audience? The only thing that I can say about interviews that I embrace totally is that if you change your dialogue, your dialogue about self, your dialogue about your environment, and you suspend opinion and judgment, and you can, when you can suspend opinion and judgment of yourself, it's easier to do for others. Absolutely. The more you do that for self and the more you do that for others, your life will begin to shine. People will see that inner beauty and become attracted to it and attracted to you as a person. Well, you know, on that note, that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Um, you know, I would just like to say thank you so very much for tuning in to Candidly Keisha today. Um, we've had Raymond Coleman, Jason McLaughlin, Candace Hawk, as well as Lindsay Tunstall. And um, you can reach Candace. Would you like to tell everyone how to reach you? Um, well, you can Google us at Candy Coated Nail Spa um, or www.candycoatednailspa.com. Okay, and what I'll do is I'll make sure that, you know, when we post this podcast that I'll give everyone's, you know, information or contact, you know, social media, shebang, bang stuff. But again, <laughs> you're listening to Candidly Keisha, and thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to next week. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Keisha. <laughs> Y'all are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Raymond. Thank you, Keisha, and it's nice talking with you, uh, other persons. Yes. You, you as well. Keep well, what I'll do is I'll give you a call later, Raymond. Love you. Okay, sounds good. All right, bye. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.